You're listening to a podcast hosted on the Podcaster Matrix. Get your entire podcast library hosted now at podcastermatrix.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Hi there, this is Aaron Montgomery. Hey, before we get into the podcast version here of Small Business Saturdays, this particular episode is a very visual one. We're going to go over mock-ups and Photoshop tips. So you may want to come check out the video version of this. If you do want to see the video version, just head over to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash S-B-S-P-S. Again, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash S-B-S-P-S. Thanks and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. Thanks for joining in and participating here this afternoon. Today, guys, I want to talk to you a little bit about doing some mock-ups and, and making some things and a couple of tools and things that I use in Photoshop. So I'm going to be showing you a screen capture of Adobe Photoshop, and it's the program that I like to use the most. Now, I know a lot of people are CorelDRAW folks and, and, and maybe don't use Photoshop and stuff like that. So I'm not promoting one over the other. It's just something that I've used for a long time, actually, with very first product I ever sold in this industry was a color separation software that was a plug-in for Adobe Photoshop. Now I, I worked at that company and it was a, a program called Fast Films made by US Screen. And so that kind of got me into Photoshop and I've been using it lightly ever since. I would not say I'm anywhere close to a Photoshop expert by any stretch of the means, but I have used it in a the best way I like to determine is in a production environment. I can I can make things ready for print and then do things like that. I'm, I'm definitely not an artist. I'm definitely not a designer. Uh, I'm just a, a builder, you know, so I can put some things together. And um, so that's what I'm going to show you today. Some things that I've done in, in Photoshop that uh, are tips and tricks that I've learned, hoping that uh, I can share some information with you guys. So let's see what we've got here. Uh, Hello there. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Cindy. Thanks, Kelly. Yeah, I'm definitely feeling a lot better than I did when I woke up at 7.30 this morning. Uh, I have no idea what uh, what hit me. It was a, it was a pretty rough week, a pretty stressful week. I've been trying to uh, purchase a piece of sublimation equipment, and uh, it has been an absolute nightmare. So um, hopefully uh, I don't have to get into all the details of that, but I'm prepared to share all of those details come next Monday. So uh, we'll see how it goes. And uh, Rena, ah, good morning. Yep, you're over on the West Coast. So it's still morning there for you. Excellent. Uh, I, I, like I said, I definitely do feel a little bit better. So thank you so much. I appreciate everybody and all the really kind and, and nice comments and, and patience with me here. So um, good. Uh, yeah, d definitely Corel. I, I used Corel for a long time. I haven't used it in a long time. So I'm probably really rusty at it. Actually, before um, one of the first graphics program I ever used was actually CorelDRAW version three. Uh, so that's how long ago it was. And I, I really enjoyed it. So um, I, I think there's a place for, for both. And um, thanks, Sandy. Appreciate that. All right. Yeah, I, I'm sure I'll be fine. I, I definitely am. Like I said, I'm feeling better. The shower helped. The, uh, you know, actually getting my lazy butt out of bed helped. So <laughs> things will be, uh, things will be looking up here. So thank you guys very much. Um, all right, so before we dive in here, I did want to share a couple things 
with everybody. Uh, if you are an OSG member, uh, we do have our next training scheduled and, and uh, I'm gonna get the details of that up today. And so that'll be on July 8th. Uh, we'll be talking about um, pricing, the science of pricing and, and, and some of that stuff. So um, looking forward to sharing that information. If you're not a member, we would encourage you to do so over at oursuccessgroup.com. And uh, if you wanna sign up to become a member, the cool part about our memberships is that once you've signed up at the price that you've signed up, that price is set in stone for as long as you're a member. Um, as things kind of continue to move forward and build here, we, we, we do have to uh, raise the prices a little bit. So I encourage you to become part of the community. We, it's a wonderful group of folks that uh, really support each other and, and are working together. So um, th that's the first thing. The second thing uh, I, if, if you're looking to just kind of get into the OSG community and, and not quite ready for a membership, uh, we do have our success tracker program. that has been uh, going great so far. We're just getting it kicked off. Uh, some of the early folks are just about a month in right now and, and heard all sorts of great success stories already. So we're excited about it. Um, so what I wanted to do for those of you that have become success tracker folks is give you an opportunity to, to get even more knowledge. I, I think one of the best things we can give is knowledge. And I was actually gifted, uh, loaned, I'm, and I'm going to give it back, but I was gifted this book called uh, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. And um, it has been a wonderful book. I'm about halfway through it. And uh, with, with you know, more like, yeah, there we go, about 75% of the way through it, actually. And, and just some of the things that I've been able to implement in my life already have been huge, and it helps a ton. Um, I started the Cato diet, and uh, I always say Cato, it's keto diet, sorry. <laughs> and um, it, I've lost, uh, let's see, I just weighed myself yesterday morning, down nine pounds. So, um, but a lot of that came from the fact that I was able to implement some things that I learned in here. So, won't go on for too long with, with this, but if you are a success tracker member between from the very start till the end of when we go on air for Q&A uh, with TNA on July 1st. So there's still time to sign up. If you just go over to oursuccessgroup.com slash ST, there it is. I'll put it up on the bottom of the screen and you can sign up to be on the success tracker program. I'm going to just randomly have Todd pick two numbers. He doesn't know what the list is. I'm just going to say, hey, pick two numbers, uh, number between one and however many people we have in the success tracker. And I will be giving you a free copy of this book, not the one that was loaned to me. I will give you your own, very own brand new copy and uh, that you can read and then share with others, hopefully, and uh, go from there. So that's the other thing I want to do. So that's by July 1st. So before 4 p.m. on July 1st, if you guys want to put that on your to-do list, if you've not already signed up for the Success Tracker program, we'd love to have you as part of that. And you get the Success Tracker program, too. So um you know, it, it's just a win-win. Uh, we're like I said, this is one of the things I've been most excited about is is being able to put that program together because I, I do really think that it uh, can make a difference. All right, so let me get to some comments here. I know we're some good ones. Um... Are you looking to move your business forward and make it a full-time success that not only supports you but also can support your family? Todd Downing and I launched our success group. 
Our mission is to provide resources that empower business owners to achieve their idea of success. What we learned when Todd started his own decorating business, and I was a pioneer of the industry's first podcast, was people were hoarding all of the information, or it was just disorganized and had no basis in real results. Both Todd and I saw really nice people fail because they didn't have the basics and a foundation. At the 2019 Dax Tenley Park Trade Show, we met for the first time face to face and the conversation turned to this very problem. What we soon discovered was a similar passion with different areas of strength. Todd brings the day-to-day know-how, making things easy to understand, and also breaking down the how-to step-by-step. I bring impactful ideas, lessons from the wide range of people I have worked with over the years, and a foundation of business principles to build upon. We don't want you to struggle to launch or grow your business. We want you to thrive, hit the ground running, and be good citizens of your market. If you are interested in learning more and would like to get some free resources, just fill out the form over at oursuccessgroup.com forward slash empowered. That's empowered, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-E-D. Again, oursuccessgroup.com forward slash empowered. Yes, yes, Cindy, it it has been a mess and I I don't quite understand it. And so... uh, I've been as nice as I can for as long as I can. So Monday will be fun. Um, all right. Uh, Kelly, would you say Corel is a vector-based app and Photoshop more raster-based? They do quite different. Yes, absolutely. hundred percent. In fact, that's the best way to describe it, Kelly. Uh, Corel will be a vector-based app. Now, where, where I think some of the rub comes is because Adobe has their vector-based app, which is Illustrator. Now for me, I've got Illustrator. Uh, I, I've just not used it and not used it with success for me. It, it just doesn't seem as intuitive as I'd like for a, a program. And so when there are vector-based things that I need to do, uh, then then Corel would be the choice. I, I just don't do a lot of vector-based stuff um, myself personally. So um, I've always used Photoshop for a lot of things. But again, I'm, I'm not doing, you know, I'm not cutting vinyl. I'm not doing all of those things that uh, most of you guys are doing. So um, I, I totally believe that Corel is a wonderful program for all of that. And um, so if you're doing vector stuff, Corel is perfect for that. For raster stuff, which for those of you that aren't familiar with those terms, uh, vectors are basically a math happening in the background. So I have a line and that's a vector line. And if I want to make that line bigger, no big deal. I just make that line bigger and the math happens in the background and that line is still the exact same quality, so to speak, as when I started with it much smaller. So that is a vector. Now a raster, which is what Photoshop does, a raster is a map of raster dots or pixels. And what they are is just little color dots. And the smaller those color dots are, the more, excuse me, maybe this is getting stuffed up here. There we go. Sorry. So the more, uh, the, the, smaller that that pixel is the more dots per inch that's where dpi comes from so if i have an inch square and i've got 300 little dots in here those are those are pretty small dots compared to if i had 72 little dots in there but the more dots in there the more data and, and therefore the bigger the file but what happens is when i make those dots bigger that's when things start to get soft because there's nothing happening to change that dot as it makes it bigger that dot's just getting bigger so at a certain point, and, and I'll even do this and zoom in on something really close to show you guys kind of 
what that looks like. Um, but it's basically a little map of different colors of dots. And so that's what Photoshop does, which is great for photorealism, for, for things like that, for um, you know those types of things. So they definitely do quite different things and, and they're definitely not interchangeable. So you need to actually have probably a raster and a vector-based program in your tool belt, depending on what you do. And, uh, you know, like I said, Photoshop's one I use. I know people use GIMP. I, I know that there is a Corel Photo Paint. Uh, I have not used that a whole lot because I've always had Photoshop. So anyhow, we could go way down that rabbit hole for sure. If you guys have specific questions about that stuff, I'll do my best to answer them. Um, but that is wonderful, Kelly. Thank you so much for sharing. And um, yep, yes, you are, Jerry. Good job. <laughs> okay, Kelly, I, <laughs> Illustrator is way better than Krell, but we don't need to get into that. <laughs> uh, like I said, I've just not found it very intuitive for me. But again, as I, I think I mentioned, I started using the very first graphics program I ever used was CorelDRAW back in uh, version three of it. And uh, I have no idea even what version they're at now, but I know it's quite a bit far removed from version three because this was back in the 1990s. So um Yes. All right. Uh, so let's let's dive in to what we're here to talk about today. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a quick screen share here of my Photoshop and then get behind the behind the screen here for you. And uh, we can dive into some of this. All right. So. And there we go. There's my my favorite sloth, uh, Mr. Smiley himself. Uh, that that at times is my uh, background, so I always have him nearby. I'm going to go ahead and make this big and get myself out of the way here. All right, so um, I had three things I wanted to touch on today. A, using actual mock-ups that you can get from resources. My, my favorite resource to get mock-ups from is a, a store over on Etsy called Styled Product uh, Mock-ups. And I will find that and put a link in it. I, I should have done that before, but um, I will do that right now. And let me just type that in. So I, I've actually talked to the, um, the lady over there. Uh, her name's Barb. She, she kind of more in the background, but um, really nice. And they've got really good stuff and lots of stuff. So they, they've gone out and bought most of the blanks from most of the vendors out there and have, have made mock-ups for it. And, and if you request a mock-up from them, they will go and, and, and get it done for you. Um, they're, they're super cheap. So uh, there, there's a link. I just popped it into the comments section. And there you go, Etsy shop style product mock-ups. So check them out. Anyhow, I'm going to uh, open up a, hopefully if it, uh, it's saved here, or if it's in the right place. Um, okay, designs mock-ups. We're going to do a garden flag mock-up if I can find it here real quick. I think this is it. Okay, there we go. So th there's a mock-up, and I'm pretty sure this came from Style Product Mock-ups. My my wife bought it, but uh, we'll 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 go from there. So here we have our mock-up, and you can see over here this layers channel is probably the most used uh, area that I have. And you can get to that from Windows and Layers, or you can hit F7. Um, but what this does is I use this little eyeball here to turn things on and off. And so they've got the, the fabric shading in front of it. 
um, and uh, just different elements that that happen so I can take the background out and put my own background in and um, so I can do stuff like that uh, you can even like design in the hook so the the stand that it's on uh, here let me take this away the stand that they that it's on is there so if I really wanted to um, I could go on the hook layer here and then I can go to layers and layer styles and do a color overlay and if I wanted to make my hook blue or uh, a silver um, you know you can do some of that you can do a pattern overlay um, hit that and uh, we'll do see if we do a pattern overlay here and so we can uh, see if we can find a uh, I don't have my presets in here but um, <laughs> we could try a water one that, that'll be fun let's see see what a water pole looks like there you go so you, you can make some changes to that obviously you don't really want to do that um, in in this scenario here but but it's doable um, so that that's you know some of the quick things there but to actually use the mock-up and let me just go and get another file open here first um, now this is a uh, Actually, this here is a pattern overlay that uh, my wife bought from Tanya uh, Deutscher, and, uh, and I can't remember where that link is, but I will get it in the comments. So if you want to check that out, but then she made these flags and that's actually my <clears throat> oldest son when he graduated from high school there. So we use that. And, and <clears throat> so what we do with this is we go to this one here where it says click icon to add art and you've got this here. And uh, from, from this, then we just double click on it. And that's gonna open up this thing over here that's a PSB file. And it's image PSB and that's what's internal. So what I wanna do is I wanna take my design and I wanna just, so I go to the layers and I click and hold, and then I drag that onto this image layer. Now it came in much bigger resolution size. It's really zoomed in. Um, so what I can do from here is when I'm on this layer, I hit control T or the other way I can get to that is through, um, if I remember right, yeah, here we go. Edit and then free transform, but I hit control T. Now I don't see any of the stretch points yet because it's so big, it's way off the screen. So I go up here and I can change the percentage here and I just make that 25%. Let's just use that as an example and see how it made it 25% smaller. So now I've got it here. So now I can position this. Oh man, it's actually perfectly 25% smaller than that. So there we go. Um, but let's say it wasn't, let's say it showed up like this. Then all I would do is just go grab this corner node here, click and hold and drag it to where I want it. Now, if I need to skew this, I would click and hold one of these middle uh, nodes and, and then I would hold down the shift button. And I'm doing all this on a PC. So if those of you uh, on a Mac, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know a whole lot about that, but I'm sure things are pretty close, but we're gonna do click and hold down shift. And now see, I can skew that. Now I probably don't wanna do that as often for the most part, but you can kind of see how that goes. And so we'll put that back. Then the other thing I can do is center it. You see that little pink 
line. So, uh, it's uh, it's kind of hard to see over there. I don't think it's making its way. There, there it is kind of, yeah, that kind of pink line in the middle. That's saying, okay, that's middle. There's the middle of that. So we're there, we're good there. And then the last thing to do here is just hit enter. And then I'm going to save this image and I can just go over here to file and save, or I can just hit control S. Uh, I like to use the hotkeys as much as I can. Uh, it just makes things much faster. So I hit save, and now I go back over here to my mock-up, and there we go, boom, I've got that flag on the mock-up. And that, that's a real high-end, this is a you know a purchase mock-up, really cool stuff. So that that's that's kind of using mock-ups that you can buy from, from other folks, or um, if you've got the ability to lay on these shadings and things like that, then you know you can certainly make your own. But um, <laughs> I think this one was four dollars. So uh, for four dollars, it was worth <laughs> just buying the mock-up. Uh, let's see here. Jerry's got a question: Is Photoshop a monthly payment or a yearly payment? Um, I don't know if they have an annual plan. Uh, I am on the monthly plan, and for me, because I only use Photoshop. I use their photography bundle, which is basically just Photoshop, and it's $9.99 per month. And you can have it on two computers. So I've got it on mine. My wife's got it on hers. And uh, so I don't know about the annual plan. I'll have to go do some digging and looking on that. And if anybody knows that for a fact, please feel free to, to comment in there as well. All right. All right. So that's, that's using a purchased mock-up. And uh, so we're gonna go ahead and uh, close that up a little bit here and get rid of some of that stuff so we can clear out our, our screen. And boom, and there we go, we'll close that. Okay, we're back to our Mr. Smiley here. Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you wanna to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. All right, so that that's that's the first thing I wanted to cover. I wanted to cover using Photoshop to, to use mock-ups we buy. Second thing I want to do is if we've got a good, clean photo of the product we're trying to make a mock-up of, there are some ways that we can just kind of cheat here. It's not going to be as good. It's not going to be as professional looking necessarily. It could be, I mean, you, you might be, depending on how good your picture is, but if you've got a good picture and, and I like to use like a hero picture, we can actually make a mock-up on our own and I'll show you how. Um, so we're gonna, we're gonna do two things here. Um, so first, I'm going to go um, now. If you guys know, we do have some sublimation masks available, and you can find those over at montco.biz. And if you go over to montco.biz, you can download a zip file that's got a whole bunch of stuff in it. Um, we just put them on the front uh, because I, I know people are getting masks from other places. So you're welcome to use these if you'd like. Certainly would appreciate it if you uh, bought some masks from us too, if you're using our our files, but you know, hey, it, it is what it is and we want you guys to be successful. So going from there. Um, so what we're gonna do is I'm gonna go in here and hopefully find this real quick. And I've got them all saved here. All right, so um, 
we'll do the large of this one here. All right, so in here, we've got a whole bunch of different files. We've got one that's already got some images on it, some measurements, uh, some different files and things like that. Uh, this one won't be in yours. I just saved that in there <laughs> over the top. Um, so I'm gonna open up two, two of these files here. This is the template, which you can also see the PNG version right here. And then we also have the um, hero image of just, just the um, face cover by itself. Sorry, I'm not supposed to use mask. So, um, all right, so here is the, the template and we'll talk about that last. And then here is that hero image I talked about. All right, so what I wanna do is I wanna decorate this. I wanna make a mock-up of this with Mr. Smiley on the front here. All right, so here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna go over here and the first, thank you, Sandy, you are you are the bomb. And uh, we did get those uh, other ones out too. So um, hopefully, I, I saw the ones that you made. They are freaking fantastic. Great job by you. So. Um, keep keep up the good work. Hopefully they're going to sell really well for you and you, you make good profit. So, all right. Um, so from here, the first thing I, I need to do is I need to define my area here. So the other thing I like to use quite a bit is this magic wand tool, which you can see right up here um, in the toolbar. And you can move all this stuff around and set it how you want it. Um, I haven't moved too much stuff around. I think I've made some adjustments and changes over here, but for the most part, I've left it pretty much out of the box. But I'm going to select this magic wand tool. And up here, you'll see a tolerance. And I know it's pretty small on the screen there, so I apologize as big as I can make it. But um, the tolerance here is going to basically say how many degrees. So if we go in here and I select a color, how many degrees from that color variant? So if I've got a black, if I'm going towards gray, how many degrees of, do I want to pick out? So I normally am using 5, 13. Uh, it, it, it opens up standard at 32. And so I'll show you the difference. So we're going to just select in the mask area here. And you'll see, you can kind of see right around the edge here, you've got what, what's called the marching ants. Um, and that's, that's the area that's now selected on this. Um, and so at, at 32, it, it just kind of picked up quite a bit. Now, if I change this down to zero, and I'm going to use a, a hotkey here, I'm going to use Control D, which is to deselect, and I think that's up in Edit, if I remember right, maybe not, uh, somewhere. I, I've used the hotkey for so long, I can't remember where it's at in the menu. So, oh, it's probably in Select. That makes sense. Uh, so here it is, Control D to deselect, and now the marching ants are gone. So now the whole thing is is active again. But now that I've changed my tolerance to zero, now watch. See, I'm just picking up just that one color and the, the range around it. So let, let's change that to five. I hit Control D again. Let's see how much further we go at five. So five, see now it's picking up just kind of this stuff. So you got to kind of play with this just a little bit. Um, we're going to go back to 32 because that worked perfect for what we're actually trying to do here. Because what I want to do is I want to select this whole area. Now, to make sure that I don't have any fuzzies on, on the edge there, I go up here to select and I go to modify and I go to expand and I can expand it by number of pixels. Now pixels, I could, you know, depending on what the DPI of the image is, that's gonna mean how far these pixels take you. Um, and there are ways, there are places you can go online to uh, convert uh, pixels to inches. 
but for the most part, you know, you kind of, because I can just go back and forth so quick with Photoshop, just a little trial and error. Now 10 pixels is probably gonna be a lot here. So let's just give it a try so you guys can see how much that expands it. So if you see where the marching ants are, um, let's see if I can make that a little, a little bit bigger for you there. That's probably helpful. Sorry, should have done that earlier. All right, so modify. And then we're gonna go to expand and we're gonna expand this guy by 10 pixels. Now keep an eye on those marching ants. See how far out it moved them? So that's about 10 pixels worth. So that's 10 color dots. I remember how I said I was gonna zoom really closely in so you could see what these pixels look like. So let's do that. Um, up here, you can kind of see I'm at, I'm at the 500% view and you can already start to see where these kind of pixels are at. See those hard edges there, but we're gonna keep going. And, and now you can kind of see the map. See these lines here? That's the map of each pixel. So the smaller those are, the smoother this is going to be. Um, but in this case, I'm in at 1600% zoomed in. So that's how much microscoped in we are. If we zoom back out and see, I've got this little zoom tool that's right down here. And if I hold down the Alt key, you'll see that zoom tool changes to a minus sign. Right now it's a plus sign, so I'm zooming in. Now let's change it to a minus sign, and now I'm zooming out. So we're gonna zoom out to 100%, what, what this is in actual size. And so there's actual size. So see, we can't see any of those color dots. So that, that, that's what Photoshop's all about. Um, so let's get back to this. Now, I can, I can do two things here. I can um, go to edit and then undo expand. So I get back to just there or I could have just deselected and selected again. Um, control Z is also the undo. So that would take me back even before the magic wand step, but I don't wanna do that. So let's go back to expand again, select, modify, expand. There's no hot key for this one. And I'm just gonna change it to five. That, that, that'll get me a little bit into the black. And so I, I cover things. All right, now. From there, I need to unlock this layer so I can start doing some other things here. So I'm gonna unlock the layer and then I'm gonna go in this little three bar thing right here and I'm going to do new layer. And over here on the side, it's saying, okay, new, new layer. I don't have anything built, so new layer. Now I'm just gonna go over here to the fill and which is this paint bucket here and I'm going to uh, switch it to be just solid white. And if I click this little guy right down here, that puts black on top and white as the outline, or I can then switch it and have white on top and black. And these are absolute white and absolute black. All right, so now on my new layer, make sure my new layer is highlighted, not in the photo layer that we're doing for the mock-up. And I'll, I'll show you why here in a second. I'm going to just fill in that area that we just had. So now that it's just a, a big white fill area, okay? All right, perfect. So now I'm gonna deselect that. I've got what I need. Now, if I turn that this layer off, you can see we're just back to where we were. All right, so now I'm gonna go get my, my sloth guy here and I'm gonna drag him on top of, find this one, no, wrong one, sorry. I'm gonna drag him on top of what we're doing here. Okay, he's pretty big. Um, so I'm gonna use my control T again, and I'm going to bring him down. Okay, so now, now he's a little bit too small. I, I wanna fill the whole area. So I'm just gonna go, go out beyond 
and try to, you know, try to eyeball it as close as I can. I can move this around later. As you can see, the, the uh, pink lines show up to kind of tell me center both ways. There we go. And when you get an X that you're dead center. All right, so I've got that. Now, this is obviously not a great mock-up, but watch, watch what happens. When I go over here to the layer, and I've got this layer on top of the, the white layer that I made. So, so we've got that directly on top in the layer thing over here. I'm going to right click on the art layer and I'm going to go to create clipping mask. And there we go. Now, now here's the deal. Now that's actually expanded out. So I'm actually covering up the black because I've got that white underneath it. Now, if I go here to my clipping mask layer, the one underneath, and here's, here's the trick. I change this to from normal to, and it does all sorts of, you can get to see how it'll do all sorts of different things. But what I want is multiply. And it's very subtle and you can't really see it, but watch the black. So when I go back up to normal, watch, watch the black area. See the black area is expanded out. And I'm, but if I go to multiply, it uses the things behind it. It uses the background all the way behind it to make this all kind of multiply together, to integrate all of the color pixels together. And so there we go. There is a very simple mock-up of Mr. Smiley on a face cover. All right. So if there's any questions about that, uh, you know, fairly straightforward. Again, um, a little bit uh, quick and, and and whatnot. The other thing I wanted to do, I want to do this one more time and, and one other thing here uh, to, to show you something else here. So I'm going to open up one more thing here. And I think it's in share have that at. You got too many files I need to get, get organized here. Um, all right, so let's say I want to do a shirt mock-up here. Now, I, I've downloaded this photo from CMR. And we'll, I don't know why they have all these guides on there, but we'll fix that right up. And all right, so the I want to put a picture on there and I, I, I don't have a great picture. <laughs> Again, not, not an artist, just uh, have some stuff that I can layer. So what I'm going to do, I'm just decided I'm going to put this concerned lady on there because I needed a JPEG file with a white background. And we'll do control T and size it down to the size we want. Okay. So, so there could be my kind of mock-up, but see, see this white, background there that doesn't match the white of the shirt. So I just wanted to show you real quick again what this whole multiply thing does because this is a really powerful tool, I believe. So now watch. Um, in fact, I'm going to zoom in on this part. We don't need to see the whole guy here. Yeah, it's a little fuzzy because the file's a little bit small, but that's okay. Um, all right, so you're going to see this in action. Boom, multiply. Now, my white is gone because it's multiplied all of the stuff in the front into the, the full back colors. So if I go back to control zero, that brings me back to 100% here or, or to, to full screen. And now you can see, now if that's a shirt I wanna do a mock-up of, there we go. Now we, we've got that mock-up. So that multiply function over here in your layers area is, is an awesome tool, all right? All right, so there, there's the, the mock-up side of this. The last thing I wanna do for those of you that are sublimators, it's really important that, um, it's, okay, let me rephrase that. It's not like it's life or death here of, of your sublimation business, but it's important that in our 
we're as efficient as possible. So again, let's say we made that mock-up for Mr. Smiley and we got an order for it. And now we got to print this guy. So I've got, I've got the uh, template here and um, you know, so this is designed to uh, be th the right size. So again, um, if I go back and get Mr. Smiley and drag him in here, and there we go, boom. All right, so we're gonna now now we're gonna need to size them a little bit differently, and we'll go Control T. And obviously, you'd want to try to get this to match your mock-up as much as possible, um, since that's what they bought. Uh, but we'll just for for the sake of speed here, we'll just kind of get them centered. All right, and so we got that. We've got them centered, and we're good to go. Right, so technically I could just hide the guides and I could print this and it would be sized perfectly, right? And, and I'd, lay my, um, I'd lay my face cover in here and kind of get it lined up to center and I'm good to go. Well, that's fine, but there's two, two th reasons why I would say, let's take this one step further. And you'll notice in all of the templates that I made for the face covers, that they all have a layer that's hidden in them that is called clipping mask. And all it is is just that solid white layer, just like we did over in the mock-up. It's a solid white layer that goes all the way out to the bleed. So you still have that bleed there. And what I would suggest you doing is taking your art and again, placing it right over the top of that clipping mask and then I'm going to, again, right-click on it and go Create Clipping Mask. And now, if I print this, it does two things for me. A, it makes things that are shaped, not just rectangle, a lot easier to line up because all you have to do is just make sure that you're equal distance all the way around. B, it also saves you money because we're not printing ink in areas that we don't need it. All right? So using this clipping mask functionality is huge for sublimators because A, it makes it faster to produce because you can line it up better and B, you're saving money by not, now it's not huge dollars, I, I get it, but over time, all of that builds up. If we go back to talking about the slight edge, that's the whole theory of it. These slight choices that we make uh, <laughs> build up, all right? So th there's that, um, let's see here, catch a couple comments and uh, Mo, thank you for joining us. And uh, yes, definitely uh, rewatch. Let us know if you have any questions. And Cindy, enjoy the sun. And uh, thanks for catching the replay. All right, so I'm going to pop back in here real quick and just give you guys just a quick second to um, ask any questions you have. We can get back over to Photoshop and stuff like that. But those were the three, three main things that I wanted to show you. Again, I'm, I'm not a Photoshop expert. And so there may be some things that I'm doing that maybe aren't as efficient. And so if you guys have some things that you would do differently, I'm all, all ears. I, I, all this stuff I learned from listening to people that, that do it. And um, so Jerry asks, can you use Photoshop to also design sublimation from scratch? A hundred percent you can. And I, I know a lot of people do it. And I, and I know I could as well. In fact, most things that I, I do, it is does kind of come from scratch. But it's, it's, for me, it's about using things. So um, 
like let's let's see here i'm trying to think what i've got in here that might show this a little bit more oh and i guess i should put the, the screen back up uh let me find something here yeah i, I know what i'll hold up okay so back to my drive go into here and just want photoshop files see if i can find one that all right i'm gonna open up a couple of them here and show you um all right so this is made it a little small because it's a web graphic but i had a picture of terry and i for the podcast and uh it's a really nice picture i used a program called remove.bg to get rid of the background it does a pretty good job i did have to go in and 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 zoom in a bit and kind of clean up some edges especially around the hair uh, Terry and I's hair is really tough for backgrounds because it's a little bit fuzzy and light. <laughs> um, so we've got all that. And anyhow, I took that and I was able to build together something that then turned into this listen button. Um, so you can do things like that. So to me, I use it more as a builder as opposed to a create from scratch. Can I do things where there's a, the, yes, there's a paintbrush here and if I was on a, a good layer, I could you know pick a color and I could actually go in and do. Uh, so if I wanted to you know color this red, I can pick that, and I can go in and I can draw some lines. I can you know do some of that stuff. I can add text. Um, I can do shapes. So it, it definitely has plenty of functionality. Um, but again, for me, I use it more of a as a builder. So to like create something from scratch, like you might in Corel Draw, I, 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 it's not quite as easy as far as I'm concerned. Now, again, that's just me, uh, but but yes, it's totally doable. So great question, Jerry. Hopefully that, that answered that a little bit. I have challenges creating backgrounds and marbling effects. Um, okay, so let's, let's, so Photoshop does have some good presets. Let's, let's do this. I'm gonna do a, just a new layer over the top of this. And make sure that that's at the top. And I'm going to fill this layer with a solid black. All right, so we've got a solid black there. I know because we're so zoomed in, it, it looks like it's not solid back. That's just a grid line of the, the color map. But if I go to layer here and then layer style, and I can go to pattern overlay, and they have these patterns, and you can get other ones. Um, but these are all the presets that I have loaded right now. So it's trees or grass or um, so I could pick grass with some leaves in it or something like that. There, there's some grass. So now, oops, I guess I need to actually accept it. <laughs> Live stuff, always fun. Perfect. Okay. Pattern overlay. There we go. So let's, let's go back to our kind of wheat grass kind of look. All right. So I've got that. Let, let's take a look at this at hundred percent and see what it looks like. There, so I've got, got a nice little grass pattern that we just created from scratch. And like I said, you can get different presets for this, uh, for Photoshop and things like that. So yeah, there are some creation abilities here for sure. It, it's not just, like I said, it's just not who I am. I, I'm not, it's just not something I'm very good at. So for me, I'm more of a builder. I'm more of a take elements, build them together into something else. All right, all right. So hopefully that answers that, good deal. 
All right, guys. Well, uh, unless there's anything else, I think I'll, I'll call it a day. That uh, hopefully that was helpful, especially for, for those either sublimators out there, maybe, or, or trying to create some mockups and things like that. Here's my my biggest piece of advice: is I found that for myself and for a lot of people that I've talked to, the biggest problem that they have is trying to just kind of sledgehammer their way through this stuff because they don't want to go spend the $4 on the mock-up or, or something like that. Um, I would I would think about the return on investment. That $4 that you spent on the, um, on the mock-up, how much time would it have taken you to try to create something that looked that good on your own? Uh, so, you know, same thing with like the presets and other things like that. I, don't be afraid to make those investments where they make sense. And, you know, same thing with graphics programs and stuff like that. Do the best. Go go look at watch some videos and, and and do some things. You know, obviously you want to get in here and play and try. And you know, a lot of these things I've kind of learned by by doing, but also again learn by listening, learn by watching. You know, not everything you're going to read out on the internet is true. In fact, like I said, I'm sure there's things that I'm doing in here right now that could be done differently, maybe even better. So, you know, don't just take my word for it here, do what works best for you, because here's what the deal is with business. Business is all about every day improving just a little bit. And that improvement comes from several areas. Can we A, um, provide more value to our customers by the things that we do? Can we B, get more efficient in the things that we do because time is money. And if we get more efficient with the things that we do, that means more profit without having to charge our customers more money. All right, so just pulling those levers of A, getting more efficient and B, providing more value is going to get you better each day. And, and, and those are the things that we wanna do and that we wanna be doing. So um, I know that kind of is a big picture and we were just talking about the nuts and bolts of Photoshop, but they all match and fit together. So there we go. That's my spiel for today. I hope you guys learned something. If you, like I said, if you have any questions, I may or may not know but I certainly will doggone go try to find the answer and, and be part of finding that answer for you. All right. So I appreciate it again. Thanks everybody for your patience. I know uh, we've been trying to stick to eight o'clock in central time and uh, yeah, just, just wasn't going to happen today. So again, I appreciate everybody's patience with me. All right. You guys have a wonderful day and we will talk to everybody again soon. Upcoming uh, I've got a special bonus episode of Two Regular Guys with the Take Up with Eric Campbell that you can find over at tworegularguys.com as well as at Eric Campbell. Uh, so on Facebook at Eric Campbell, E-R-I-C-H dot Campbell. So that's happening on Monday. Uh, Tuesdays will be Tuesdays with Todd. And then Wednesdays will be Q&A with TNA. So make sure that you are getting your questions in for Q&A over here at rsuccessgroup.com forward slash Q&A. And if you're not already a success tracker member, make sure you get signed up to be part of the success tracker. It's only $20. If you're an OSG member, it's only a dollar. Um, so get and, and be entered to win one of these books. I think it's a great book. It's a worthwhile book. If you don't win the book, go buy the book. It's worth it. Okay. All right, you guys have a wonderful rest of your day and uh, we will talk to everybody soon. 
Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.